let's uh, talk about your hair. Are you losing it? Uh, you don't want to lose it. You want to, uh, you know, you can take some basic steps. You don't have to staple a rug to your head anymore. That's just not the way this works. Uh, Ow. <laughs> yeah, no, it hurts. It used yeah. to hurt. Uh, they don't even give you any, any Novocaine or anything. Mm. Um, all the stuff you used to have to do going to pharmacy and, 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 uh, and paying all this money, and it used to be expensive uh, for the actually FDA-approved medications uh, to help you keep your hair. There are some that really work, uh, and Keeps has them, K-E-E-P-S dot com. Uh, you can get it from home. They'll ship it to your house. Uh, go to keeps.com. Uh, do we have the address? Uh, what is it? Keeps.com? Yeah, is there a code? Save. Code? Save. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Code is save. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Do that now and uh, save 50% off your first order. Yeah, Keep- you can do all of it online and they'll, they'll ship it right to your house. Keeps.com slash save. And welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. The choice is so clear. So clear. But yet I have no idea which way America will turn. The evidence that is coming out now on Crossfire Hurricane, the impeachment, the the razor investigation about General Flynn, I said in 2008... If the press lets this president just off a leash and doesn't it continues to not check him, it will at the end. If there's a Republican in in the uh, White House, they will expose the greatest scandal in American history. It will make Watergate look like child's play. Well, new evidence is in, and that is exactly how it makes Watergate look. Child's play in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, right now we are facing a crucial moment in modern American history. If the Democrats win the presidential election, and especially if they regain the Senate and retain the House, it's a red November. Uh, If you think our economy is bad now wait it's not going to get any better it's going to get worse we're we're in tough times as it is and now they're starting to talk about another lockdown because it's coming back this time with the flu well you might be thinking to yourself uh what do i do well the most financially responsible decision you can make right now is if you have a uh, home and a home loan, and you are paying anywhere near 4%, you need to refinance right away. It's the most responsible thing. You could have 300 bucks, 500 bucks, even $1,000 a month just because you refinanced. If you refinance and fold in your high-interest credit cards, what are you paying for those? I mean, they're getting the money to lend to you. They're getting it at, what, 1%? What are they charging you, 15 20 why give them all of that money? Put that money to use for you and pay down your debts. 
Do it now at American Financing. I want you to call them at 800-906-2440, or you can go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now, if you want to see how skewed our media is, what were they talking about yesterday? If you want to see the danger that our nation is in, what, what is the real cause of our nation's problems right now? What would you say it is? I, I mean, we could blame it on a lot of things. We could say, oh, it's the educational system. It's, uh, you know, us. We didn't pay attention. It all boils down to corruption and lies. All of it. We don't know who to trust anymore. We have politicians on both sides of the aisle that will lie to us every step of the way. We have our history books lying to us. The 1619 Project, which, by the way, uh, is now being endorsed and helped funded by the Chinese Communist Party. How about that one? We have all of these things going on. And we're looking at the possible, both sides are saying it, whether you blame it on Trump or, you know, you blame it on reality, the nation could be over in the next six months, a year, five years. And when I said that 10 years ago and said, look, we are headed down this path, we'll run out of exits. Nobody believed me. I talk to people all the time today, left and right. I talked to Alan Dershowitz yesterday. And I said, so where do we stand? And he said, well, if we don't change our ways, we're done. But I'm an optimist and we're going to be fine. We're done, gang. This is it. This is the most important election of our lifetime. And so you have to know, who do you trust? Now, you've got a guy, Donald Trump. You may not like him. You may say, because I didn't in 2016. I didn't like the way he behaved. And I didn't trust him because he didn't have any record he had no track record. Now he has a track record. You know what one of the headlines is in Jerusalem today? The world is witnessing biblical prophecies coming to life. <laughs> Hello? He has a track record now. He is not a dictator. He hasn't done anything dictatorial. Yes, he uses um, uh, executive orders. But so did Barack Obama. So did George W. Bush. I don't like them. I wish they would stop. But we're not getting a dictator, no matter what you hear in the press. Now, on the other side, you have to decide whether or not your whole four year period here with the Democrats have been a lie. Because you were told from the very beginning that Donald Trump was in league with Russian spies. Well, we now know because of FOIA requests and the news, they're not covering any of this. We now know that the, the Steele dossier, that file that said, you know, Donald Trump is working with the Russians. We now know that it was not only Steele who was discredited by the FBI, and you were not supposed to use anything that came from him because they found it unreliable. But for some reason, this time they accepted him. We thought, 
originally when we laid out the case on impeachment we said this guy was getting it from his drinking buddies it appears well now because some things are loosening up and we're getting actual documents out no it wasn't from his drinking uh, drinking buddies his source was an actual russian spy somebody the fbi knew was trying to recruit people in the white house uh not trump's white house anybody's white house he had already been nailed as a russian spy because he was saying look you want to make some extra money you work in the white house maybe we can work a deal we knew that so we knew he was an active russian spy he's the source of the steel dossier comey and everybody else knew it and what was the russian spy saying that donald trump was working with russian spies now who do you believe that's not even the big news today that's two days old had you even heard that that's two days old now we have this one i'm going to read this verbatim this is this will tell you we are done as a nation if we don't pursue this and clean this up. Federal Bureau of Investigation FBI agents tasked by former director James Comey to take down Donald Trump during and after the 2016 election were so concerned about the agency's potentially illegal behavior that they purchased liability insurance to protect themselves two weeks before Donald Trump was inaugurated. You have that? New communications and internal FBI notes were disclosed in federal court filings today. The leaked details? Quote, this is from a text from one agent to another. We all went and purchased professional liability insurance. One agent text January 10th, 2017. Same day, CNN leaked the details of the Steele dossier, which was from Russian spy, we now know. Um, the president-elect had been briefed by Comey about all the bogus Christopher Steele dossiers on that day. That briefing of Trump was used as a pretext to legitimize the debunked dossier, which was funded by the National Committee, Democratic National Committee, the Clinton campaign, and compiled by a former intelligence officer that the FBI had on a do-not-use-as-a-source list and his source was a Russian spy. The agent responded, holy crap. You bought insurance? All the analysts, too? Next agent, yep. All the folks at the agency as well. Can I ask you who the most likely legit, uh, litigators would be? As far as who's potentially going to sue y'all? Ha ha, who knows? I think the concern is when we got it that there was a big leak at doj and the new york times among others is going to do a piece the latest documents a production including handwritten notes and texts from peter struck andrew mccabe lisa page and the fbi analysts who worked on the fbi's investigation of flynn agents also said that they were worried about how a new attorney general might view the actions taken against trump during the investigation 
Shortly then, shortly after then, Senator Jeff Sessions was confirmed to be Trump's new attorney general. Congressional Democrats, media and Obama holdovers within the DOJ immediately moved to force Sessions to recuse himself from overseeing the department's investigations on Trump. Quoting the new AG might have some real questions, then yada, yada, yada. We all get screwed. One agent wrote to another. The FBI agents also discussed how the investigation's leadership was consumed with conspiracy theories rather than evidence. I'm telling whoever, if this thing ever gets foiled, there's going to be some tough questions asked. And a great deal of those are going to be related to Brian having scope way outside the boundaries of logic. Redacted, we don't know who it was, is one of the worst offenders of the rabbit holes in conspiracy theories. This guy traveled with that guy who put down a third guy on his visa as a sponsor, though the third guy lives near a Navy base. Therefore, several texts show that the order to close the criminal investigation against Flynn came now as early as November 8th, the same day as the presidential election. But it was opened by Joe Biden and Barack Obama in early January. It was reopened. One text says we have some loose ends to tie up and we all need to discuss what to do with each each case after we shut down Razor. Next agent. So glad they're closing down Razor. That was the investigation on Flynn. New disclosures made by the DOJ also show that the FBI used so-called national security letters to spy on Flynn's finances. Unlike traditional subpoenas, which require judicial review and approval before authorities can seize an innocent person's property and information, NSLs are never independently reviewed by courts. One of the agents noted in a text message that the NSLs were just being used as a pretext by the leadership of the FBI to buy time and find dirt on Flynn after the investigation of him yielded no information. Quoting the text back to one agent to another. The decision to NSL finances for Razor bought him time, one agent said. What do we expect to get from a NSL? The other agent texted back. We put out traces, tripwires to community. Nothing. Bingo. So what's an NSL going to do? No content. Ha ha. This is a nightmare. If we're working to close down the case, the other one said, I'm not sure what NSL results would do to help. Exactly, said the agent as he wrote back. That makes no sense. Quote, doing all this election research, I think some of these guys want a Clinton presidency, the agent wrote back. In a series of texts sent the same day as the infamous January 5th Oval Office meeting between Biden, Obama, Comey, Sally Yates, and Susan Rice, one agent admits Trump was right when he tweeted that the FBI was delaying his briefings as incoming president so they could cook up evidence against him, as the Federalist first reported in this operation run out of FBI for Obama. The, the um, uh, agent wrote, so Razor, Razor is going to stay open? He wrote on January 5th. Remember, they closed it November 8th. They're reopening it. So they're going to stay open? Yep. Crimes report being drafted. First agent writes back, F. 
What's the word on how Obama's briefing went? One agent uh, referred to the January 5th meeting. Don't know, but people here are scrambling for any information to support certain things. And it's a madhouse. Jesus, the agent wrote back. Trump was right. Still not put together. Why do we do this to ourselves? What's wrong with these people? A week later, FBI agents also wrote they suspected that an illegal leak of top secret information about Flynn's phone call with the Russian ambassador to the U.S. Sergei, uh, the U.S. Uh, ambassador from Moscow to the news media came directly from the White House. FYI, somebody leaked the Flynn calls to the Wall Street Journal. Man, I am sorry to hear that. I'll resume my duties as chief morale officer and rectify that. Yeah, published this morning in, in the Washington Post. It included top secret information. It's got to be somebody on the staff, somebody on the presidential daily briefing staff or White House seniors. Documents unearthed during uh, the review showed that the FBI was tasked by the Obama White House in early 2017 with retargeting Flynn. By the way, I've got to take a one minute break, but there's still more. And this is only the first shoe. This was not brought out in a big uh, fanfare. This is not what they have. This is what they're leaking to tell everyone. We have the text messages. We know who the agents were. Do you think they're going to take the rap for this one? Because they're all pointing their fingers upward. How high does this one go? Simply safe. So you love to be safe, right? You like your home. You like the stuff in it. You worked hard for it. Hey, you got kids in the house. What do you say we keep it safe? How about a sensible approach to home security that's not going to gut your wallet? Simply Safe makes it easy and really affordable to have the best home security on the market. It's their state of the art equipment, their round the clock monitoring that actually makes Simply Safe the first name in the business. The round the clock monitoring, they're just not looking uh, and monitoring. If your alarm trips, they can go and look at the video immediately and go, there's where it tripped. That's a person breaking in. They call the local police and say, this is not a false alarm. That changes everything. And they're the only ones that do it. Now, how much is it going to cost you? 50 cents a day. 50 cents a day for the monitoring. And no contract. You own the system. Just go to simplysafebeck.com. Get a free HD security camera when you get your setup. It's simplysafebeck.com. Free HD security camera. Simplysafebeck.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So I think so far, this is pretty incriminating. Uh, so the review uncovered evidence that FBI's interview of Flynn, which later led to charges that he lied to investigators, had no legal basis. And the FBI a- the agents who interviewed Flynn did not believe that he had lied. 
Contrary to the claims by Mueller's office that Flynn had lied about discussing financial sanctions against Russia during post-election phone calls with Russian ambassador, uh, declassified transcripts of those conversations confirmed that Flynn spoke to the ambassador, but only about expulsions of Russian diplomats and that the two men never discussed financial sanctions against Russia that was levied by the Obama administration. So in other words, they charged him with saying he's doing fine. He's talking about financial things. He's t- he's he's making a deal. Everything they said Flynn said, now the actual transcript is out. It shows he didn't say that. Previously revealed handwritten notes from the FBI's top counterintelligence official admitted the primary goal of the FBI's anti-Flynn operation was, quote, to get him to lie so we can prosecute him or get him fired. Despite the overwhelming evidence that Flynn did not lie to agents, the FBI had no legal basis to interview him. That the FBI later hid exculpatory documents from Flynn's defense team. Think of this. They set him up and then they hid documents that showed that he was innocent. Flynn did not discuss financial sanctions during the phone calls, and the FBI agents who interviewed didn't believe that he lied, but the federal court to the federal judge refused to dismiss the case against Flynn. Instead, Sullivan personally appointed a left-wing shadow prosecutor whose partners represent former DOJ official Yates to smear Flynn and attempt to continue the baseless criminal case against him. At one point last April, Sullivan even tried to order the DOJ to stop producing and publicly filing exculpatory evidence for Flynn or evidence of FBI misbehavior during its investigation of Flynn. Uh, is this the kind of country you want? Is this the kind of, if they do it to these people, if they will just be this brazen and the FBI agents all know it and they're all going, geez, what are we doing, man? If the FBI agents are afraid of the superiors in the deep state, how afraid should you be? You think you're going to you think they're not going to do this? You don't think that they can keep evidence that clears your name? Damn right. I've had it done to me by the U.S. government. I've had it done by the Obama White House. They will do it to you. This must be stopped. We have to make a decision. Are we a nation of laws Or are we just a nation of men? And if you're on the right side, you get away with it. Enough is enough. America decides in Red November. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, so we're watching the Fed set the stage to offer even lower interest rates and more bond buying for a longer period of time. But that doesn't mean you should delay in getting mortgage refi. Rates are already at a historic low. And if you got a mortgage in the 4% interest rate or higher, you could already be saving hundreds of dollars a month, maybe as much as $1,000 a month. Why would you wait another day? What you need to do is give the people a call over at American Financing. Do it today. They're open. They are ready to customize a loan to achieve your financial goals. If you're unsure whether you need to refinance or even can refinance, this message is for you. 
All you have to do is call them and spend about 10 minutes on the phone. You can save $500, $300, a month. Don't hesitate. That's a lot of money. Invest a little bit of time today and call American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net. 1-800-906-2440. They're waiting for you now. 800-906-2440. It's going to be a lot of fun. Watch the debate live with us. Go to YouTube. Just search for Stu. You'll get my channel. And we'll be there live with you Tuesday night. It's Friday. We're glad you're here. Oh, man, I don't know what happened other than Donald Trump is screwing with the election. Uh, they found they found nine ballots, uh, at least seven of them for for Donald Trump. We think the other three were maybe for Biden or somebody else, but we're not sure. We still have them down in Florida being checked to see the pressure of the pencil to make sure that Chad, if that's really what they intended to vote for. So we're not, we're not sure yet. So they were found in a ditch and we all know why this is Donald Trump screwing with the election and having the post office workers dump his ballots in a ditch. Hmm. So it's an interesting strategy from the president. Still working this <laughs> yeah. one out. Still working this one out on how he's thrown the election. This is really, really bad because it's not nine. How many more are already gone? How many more are gone? All over the country. You've got to vote in person. You have to vote in person or deliver it. To the, uh, who is it, the um, Board of Election? I don't even trust the Board of Election. I don't know who I trust. I don't know who I trust. Uh, Ken Paxton is our Attorney General here in Texas. And uh, yesterday, uh, looks like he found a scheme and uh, is putting the cuffs on a few people that uh, had a mail-in ballot scheme what a surprise in the Democratic Party here in the great state of Texas. Welcome to our Attorney General, Ken Paxton. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, and I, I guess you have not heard the narrative. We don't have mail-in ballot fraud. <laughs> yeah, well, I well I was going to ask you, beside the 134 felony charges, what else do you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's interesting. This, this narrative that there's no voter fraud, and there's no mail-in ballot fraud, is largely, I think, pushed because there hasn't been a lot of focus on it. There hasn't. Most states don't have a lot of resources or any resources behind it. Some of them don't have any. We only have, when I started, we had one prosecutor and a few investigators. I asked the legislature to triple that. So we have three. And we, uh, we're, those, those people are busy all the time. And 66% of the cases that we've done, I think, in the last 10 years have been mail-in ballot fraud. Okay, well, that's something, you know, like the violence at these um, at these beautiful, peaceful rallies. That's just not happening. Uh, and so tell me about tell me about this ring. Who was involved and what were they doing? Well, it was it was definitely to it appeared to benefit the, the, the county commissioner. Uh, 
guy named Shannon Brown. He ended up winning by five votes. Mm. The, the precinct that he is in, I think it covered about 20% of the population, but it had 50% of the mail-in ballot votes. And if you look across the county, there were only 12 disability checked boxes for um, people who are voting with mail-in ballots, whereas in his precinct, there were 376, I think. So the numbers were definitely not proportional. Uh, they were way outsized for his 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 precinct, and he ended up winning by five votes. So what happens? First of all, how did you find out about it? How did you nail them, and who was involved? So we had a lot of help from uh, the Greg County Sheriff, Sheriff Tubb, and uh, we also, you know, my office investigated, but we also, I think, get that information from the, the election people. That I think they, they, they discovered the inequities, which in some counties, you know, it's difficult for us to get that because the elections people are not going to take note of, of things like that because they may or may not like the result. So, Ken, you are as concerned as I am about this. These felony charges... Um, you can face six months in jail to 99 years in prison. That's kind of a big spread. What do you have to do to get 99 years in prison? You know, it's, it's, it's always up to, uh, it's always up to the, the, the court system to determine that with jury trial by jury. And so they end up making these decisions based on how, how bad they think that the crime was. So I've had cases where we've tried to negotiate. We had a woman who had uh, voted in like five counties, uh, a non-citizen. We asked, we actually tried to negotiate a two-year sentence for her, um, and she refused it, and the jury ended up giving her eight years. Well, it's Texas. I don't know if that's going to happen uh, elsewhere. So what do people do this election? I mean, I am, I have to tell you, Ken, I have no problem. I mean, I do, but I will accept a a fair and honest vote. If it goes the other way, I won't like it. I don't know how we survive, but I will accept it. And I think most people on both sides of the aisle will do the same. But there, I mean, how does the post office in Pennsylvania just lose Trump votes in a ditch in September? That's a really good question. I was actually with the president yesterday, and he was asking the very same question. He said, "How do they lose? How do my how do my votes end up, uh, you know, in the trash or on the side of the road?" And he's I know he is extremely concerned about he's, about the mail-in ballots. I think he said he's anticipating 80 million mail-in ballots. That's that's a lot of openness for fraud. I can tell you that. It's scary. So, what does the average person do? How can we volunteer? How can we over? What do we do? I think one of the things, I mean, the mail-in ballot thing is really a challenge because it, it's impossible to watch. At least when people are voting in person, you can have people at the poll site watching people vote, just sort of watching the process happen and ensuring that people are doing what they're supposed to do. And it's pretty simple, right? You show up with a photo ID, and if that's you, you get to vote. And if you're on the, if you register to vote, you get to vote. So, but it, with the mail-in ballot, we don't know who those are coming from and the people counting them don't know it either. And so it's very difficult with that kind of process. And with, with our state, at least it's limited. You know, there's only certain categories of people that can do it. People over 65, people that are, you know, disabled, but even there, there's room for fraud. Imagine states that have universal mail-in ballots. I do not think you can protect against significant voter fraud. If you have universal mail-in ballots. Uh, Did uh, the guy, 
was his name um, uh, that won this uh, commissioner seat or the Shannon uh, Brown Shannon Brown uh, is he he's 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 not serving right <laughs> I mean he's well, going to serve in a different way well he's you have we have to prove you have to prove this you're he's still presumed innocent until until a, a jury convicts him of a crime so at this point he continues to serve uh and will continue to serve until we prove the case and a jury says yeah you you you've you've proved your case that this guy committed fraud. So, yeah, he's presumed innocent, just like anybody else that, that gets indicted. How big, how, how was the, how did the scheme work? How did they do it? Where'd they get the ballots? How'd they do it? Um, I, I think that these things just get mailed out and sometimes they just go around and grab them out of mailboxes and fill them out. And that's usually the way it's done. And, and there's sometimes we we're pretty certain that the, the elections people let, their operatives know that they're going out and they just, they know the dates, they know the locations and they grab them and fill them out. And no one ever knows. Wow. Uh, Ken, thank you so much. By the way, let me ask you, I don't know if you have the answer. Why did the governor increase the time of voting before the election? We went from like 12 days to 17 or something like that. Why did we do that? I I actually do know the answer. So, one of the arguments that we've been making, we've been sued so many times over election issues. We've been sued, I think, 12 to 15 times. I have more election cases than I've ever had in my life, and probably ever happened in the state's history. They're trying to affect our elections. So we had three different mail-in ballot cases. One was in Travis County. We already won that at the Texas Supreme Court. We have one at the Fifth Circuit. So, And by the way, just note, they have to win one time, and they, they're able, then it opens it up for cheating. We have to win every case or we lose. Mm. So... We have another one in the Fifth Circuit that's a constitutional challenge saying that it's unconstitutional to only let people over 65 vote. Well, then we have another one in Harris County where the county clerk or district clerk is trying to mail out over like 2.7 mail-in ballots to everybody. Not, not upon request, just mail them out. So one of the arguments that we have made is, hey, the governor has, has already accommodated these people and accommodated the whole COVID issue by allowing for more hours and longer early voting. And I think that's a much safer way to handle it. Oh, yeah, it is. It's much safer because we don't have any proof that really that that early voting hurts us. Actually, I think it actually helps us uh, get more people out, and it tends to be good for Republicans. So I don't think that's really the problem. The real problem is mail-in ballots. And I I, I find it frustrating that we have lawsuits, somebody, even the, the, the state party, going after something that really doesn't change the game and really undermining our case that, hey, we've already accommodated, don't do mail-in ballots. Who's funding all these lawsuits? Because it's not just Texas. This is happening all over the country. I mean, my speculation is George Soros. There's a law firm, one of, there's a law firm that's involved in many of these uh, cases, not just mail-in ballots. They sue us over all kinds of issues, how many poll workers we have, uh, how, how many ballot order um Putting you know the Republic, Republicans ahead of the Democrats, which we've we've done since the beginning of time. Whoever's in power gets to go first. I mean, just name it. We're we're defending it. Um, Ken, it was it was said you brought up George Soros and um, uh, Fox News just about wet their pants when the when the name George Soros went on the air. I know this to be true. You and I have talked about it. That George Soros has pumped all kinds of money into district attorneys and even into some offices of attorney generals 
try in, in different ways, trying to affect even the attorney general's office. They say that there's no proof of that. Can you <laughs> proof? Look, I, 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 this guy is so he's so good at like hiding how he does it. But like, for instance, and, and, and here's 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 the focus. He wants to put in DAs that won't prosecute crime, but they will go after Republicans. That's the idea. Get it. Get people in there. And so I'll give you two two examples. Bear County had a had a, a really good Democratic DA guy named Nicola Hood, who I worked with very well on human trafficking and all kinds of issues. Well, Soros didn't like him because he was prosecuting people. He was doing his job. Same thing just happened in Travis County. Margaret Moore, excellent DA, doing her job, not partisan, just doing her job. And uh, but she was prosecuting people, so that was a problem. So they sent in another DA who supposedly is going to not prosecute people, but you know we'll go after Republican leaders at a drop of a hat. So that's the strategy: make criminalize politics and and weaponize the da's to destroy anybody that that they don't like and not prosecute real crime it's an incredible time to live and i'm glad you're our attorney general thank you very much ken appreciate it thanks Glenn. have a great day you bet ken paxton our attorney general in the state of texas and if you have a good attorney general i'm telling you the things you must vote for you must know who your attorney general is you got to make sure they are strict constitutionalists and sheriffs. You got to do everything you can. If you have a good sheriff, support them. If they're up for re-election, support them. Do all you can. Sheriffs are going to be the last line of defense, as we have already seen in just some of this COVID nightmare stuff. So here we have been stuck at home for a big chunk of 2020, and there's more of that coming. I'm betting. I'm betting. Uh, you found yourself holed up in a you know closet in the house, just crying yourself to sleep, rocking back and forth, saying, "I can't get clean. I just watched MSNBC." Uh, anyway, it's uh, it's nonstop home improvement. At least it has been with me. Uh, just home improvement. I, I have no excuses. None. But can we do? That? Yes, I'll do that tomorrow. All right, 2020, you, are, uh, you have been doomed to eternal DIY projects. That's the bad news. The good news is if you haven't gotten your shades or your shutters, your blinds, whatever it is, you have, you have people that will come and help you if you want. Over two decades now, Blinds.com has been helping literally millions of customers find the best window treatment options available, and they guarantee the perfect fit, whether you do it yourself or have a measure and install everything for you. You'll get the high-end look without the high-end price at Blinds.com. And right now, you can take advantage of this week's savings on interior blinds, shades, shutters, even outdoor shades. When you check out online, don't forget to tell them you heard about Blinds.com from Glenn Beck. Put that in the checkout uh, and you will save even more money. Promo code back. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This story out of Ohio is sick, is really sick. Um, Alicia Kitts, she drove an hour and a half from Marietta, Georgia, to Logan, uh, sorry, uh, Ohio, to Logan, Ohio, to watch her son's football game. In the first quarter, she was approached by an officer from the Logan Police Department uh, because she was not wearing a mask. This is the most outrageous video I have ever seen. 
This woman is social distancing. She's sitting with her family. She's probably, what, 15 feet easy? And she's outside, obviously, to mention that. She's outside. Mm -hmm. She is sitting with her family. There's no one around her. And the cop comes up and says, you got to wear a mask. And she says, no, I don't. We're we're social distancing. We're we're fine. He starts saying, you got to put on a mask. She says, no, I'm not going to. He then tries to arrest her. He physically manhandles her. She's screaming. I'm really actually kind of pissed that no one is standing up for the woman. Nobody comes in. They're they're videotaping it, but I guess that's what you do now. But nobody's coming and say, hey, officer, we're dead inside. If this is what if this is what our our uh, city councils and our mayors want our police to do and we do nothing about it, what happens when it gets bad, guys? What happens when you're re- when you're really when they're coming to take your gun away? You're going to say anything? If you don't stand up now, you, you're not going to be able to stand up. You have to push back now. Everyone in this town should be at the mayor's office today, saying enough of this. Enough is enough. She was outside. She was social distancing. You don't have to wear a mask outside. This is obscene. And not America anymore. There is one answer. One answer. And I'm going to show you that answer clear as day. Uh, Next. Something that I read that is the most disturbing thing yet. Here's the thing about home security companies. Most of them trap you with high prices, tricky contracts, and lousy customer support. So while there's a lot of options out there, there really is only one no-brainer, and that is Simply Safe. Simply Safe has everything you need for your protection for your home with none of the drawbacks of traditional home security. It's got an arsenal of sensors and cameras to blanket every single room, window, and door, tailored specifically for your home. Professional monitoring keeps watch day and night ready to send police fire or medical professionals if there is an emergency you can set it up yourself in under an hour just peel and stick the sensors exactly where you need them no technician is required there's no contract no pushy sales guys no hidden fees just simple security it all starts for 15 dollars a month see why u.s news and world report named it the best overall home security of 2020 head to simplysafebeck.com get it right now and get a free hd camera when you order it's simplysafebeck.com this is the Glenbeck program. All right, want to talk to you about uh, American financing, getting your financial house in order. Um, we are headed for red November, and that means the country's either going to be red for Donald Trump or red because we got Marxists or red because they're going to set it on fire. But make no mistake, it's red November. Uh, and you have to be prepared in every way you possibly can be. If you're paying more than 4% on your mortgage, you're overpaying by a great deal of money. You can save money. If you've got credit card debt and you can consolidate, you're going to save a lot of money. If you're getting a new house. Yeah, just close the loan with American Financing. Uh, Just just did it uh, this past week. Uh, for uh, a house uh, for my mom, so I'm uh, been working with these guys, and they just they hook you up in a way that uh, you know you, you don't expect from a company. They they just do a great job, get a great rate, 
uh, and they were really helpful the whole way through. Call him at 800-906-2440. Take it from Stu. He just closed with American Financing. Americanfinancing.net. That's Americanfinancing.net. Hello, America. It's Friday. Um, A lot of people uh, have said over the last few years, I'm concerned about my rights. I mean, we're losing our rights. What rights have you lost? Well, how about the right to go to church? How about the right to be outdoors without a mask? How about to use your own noodle? I'm out with just my family or I've social distance and I'm outside. I don't need a mask. You're losing all kinds of rights. Well, a church up in Idaho has has just stood up. They did it the right way. Well, I should say, well, I mean, some of them were arrested, but they did it the right way and made a stand in a little teeny town, ironically called Moscow. We go there in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I do not like um, Apple AirPods. I don't. I like the way they sound, but I think they feel like I'm sticking you know, bowling balls into my ears. They hurt. I, I read at night, and sometimes I listen to a book as I'm going to sleep, and they just pound on your ears. They hurt. And they also fall out when you're not jamming them in your ears. They fall out all the time. How do you do anything with these AirPods? This is why I have looked for really good AirPods and found Raycon wireless earbuds. Earbuds, none of those problems from Raycon. The newest model is the Everyday E25 earbud. The best earbuds Raycon has put out yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design. It'll give you a nice noise-isolating fit. They're half the price of leading high-end quality earbuds, and they're just as good or better than the leading competitors. Half the price of Apple. What are you doing? They're stylish. They're discreet. They sound great. One-size-fits-all fitting system. You're not going to be having these fall out of your ears. They're the E25s. Just go to buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's buyraycon, R-A-C-O-N dot com slash Beck and get 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds now. The big city of Moscow. We We had the SWAT team. Swing into action, arresting three Christians singing hymns. They were all social distanced, but they didn't wear masks. Now, I should give you the fact that this county is overwhelmed with COVID. The hospital is teeming with people with COVID. Or I think no one has had COVID and the hospital is fine. I'm not sure which one it is. 
But uh, one of the guys who was arrested is uh, Gabriel Wrench. Hello, Gabriel. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. Can you tell me what the hell is happening to Idaho? Oh, man, I, I, I'm just as blown away as you are. You know, this whole, our mayor signed into a resolution, you know, social distancing mask resolution on July 2nd, and then he, they keep extending it. Our city council keeps extending it. And then, and throughout all this, my church uh, occasionally would, uh, you know, we'd go to like uh, the middle of downtown and sing psalms, you know, sing three or four psalms as kind of a protest. It's kind of a worship protest to all this. And then our mayor on uh, this past Monday extended the resolution through January 5th. And so uh, my uh, pastors on Tuesday decided, hey, let's go sing the Psalms again and let's do it at City Hall's parking lot. And so we went to City Hall's parking lot and started, I mean, we didn't get halfway through a song and the police officers uh, walked up to me and uh, proceeded to uh, talk to me and say, hey, you, you know, um, they, my mom was standing right next to me and they asked her, are you with him? And, and she said, he's my son. And then, so I put my arm around my buddy next to me. I said, but this is my friend. <laughs> and the officer said, okay, well, let me give me your ID. And I said, officer, you don't have to do this. And he said, give me your ID. And I said, officer, you know better than this. And he said, give me your ID. And I said, officer, I have first amendment rights. And your duty is to the citizens, not to the mayor. Your duty is to protect the citizens, freedoms and rights and not to the mayor. You need to, you need to stand up. And then he said one more time, he said, I'm going to ask you one more time, give me your ID. And I said, officer, you don't have to do this. And he said, I don't want to. I don't, I, I, he didn't want to arrest me. <laughs> and, uh, and then um, he proceeded to arrest me. The, um, our chief of police, Chief Fry, after the resolution was signed in on Monday, uh, I emailed him Tuesday morning and I said, Officer Fry, he's a Christian man. I said, I said, don't be like the apostle Peter and run away when Pete, when, you know, Jesus is getting sacrificed, uh, you know, be Daniel, be the bold guy in that moment. And so as I'm getting arrested, he's standing behind the arresting officer. And I, I, I said, this was your Daniel moment. Mm. And, um, so they walked me over to the police car <laughs> while, while Psalm 20 is singing, you can hear the handcuffs click in the videos that are, that have been going viral. And and it's just a beautiful juxtaposition as my people behind me are singing and, and and I'm getting arrested and they walk me over to the cop car and and my brother walks up. Uh my brother's always late, so he walks up uh, uh late. <laughs> hey bro, what's happening? <laughs> I know, come on, man. And so um uh he, he he comes in, he's like, This is bull you know, um just starts going into the officers and then my associate pastor comes in walking in and he's like, he starts rebuking the officers. I mean, my pastor had my back. It was fantastic. So they, uh, I get in the cop car, they take me off to the, to, to jail. And here's, there's a, there's a couple crazy things that have gone on through all this. First, our mayor on September 5th officiated a religious event without a mask, without social distancing. And then on September 2nd, he was at a gathering, a social gathering of more than 50 people. He attended that without a mask, without social distancing. And here I am. I go sing psalms in City Hall, and I get arrested. And then I go to the, uh, the, the, the deputy. They t- check me in the Lady Talk County Jail. And as they're checking me out, I was in jail for about two hours. My buddy Sean Benet, he, him and his wife Rachel also got arrested. Um, so Sean um, uh, comes to jail. He comes to visit me in jail. <laughs> And his wife had to go to another jail cell because um, uh, they actually believe in male and female mm. here in Moscow. 
And <laughs> as I'm getting, as I'm getting uh, released from, from jail, so I was there for about two hours, I look across the way. I'm sitting down talking to the uh, deputy who's, who's booking me out, getting all the information. And I'm sitting down, and across the way, there's three deputies in an office, and two of them aren't social distancing and aren't wearing masks. And so I walk over there and I say, officer, arrest these people. They aren't social distancing. They aren't wearing a mask. And, and the officer said, hey, hey, uh, just, just go, man. Just go. And I said, no, you need to arrest these people. They aren't social distancing and wearing a mask. This is what, I was, this is what I'm here for. And so they basically, they didn't get physical with me, but they basically pushed me out of the jail. Were these, so were, the, were these police officers when you said the deputy? Was this a sheriff or was this police? So the MPD, Moscow Police Department, arrested me and then handed me over to the Latok County Jail, which is run by the, the Sheriff's Department. So it's uh, a, both, uh, a both fiasco. Wow. Uh, you should uh, rethink your sheriff if your sheriff is, is for this kind of stuff. Sheriffs are the they, – they, they respond directly to the people. They, are, they don't have to go through anybody else. They go to the Constitution and to the people. If that's your sheriff, you should uh, get him out. I don't know anything about this sheriff, but I'd be interested to see what he had to say about it. Um, go, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's the nice thing about the sheriff is you can vote him in and out, but you can't do that to the you know, Moscow police chief because he reports to the mayor, and the mayor and our city council is the one that's put everyone in this little how did this small fine. How did this small town vote for a council like this? How did you do it? Well, yeah, I mean, well, so we're, we're in Idaho. Idaho is a conservative state, probably 70-30, um, but I'm in a university town. Oh, so, Talk County, there's only two counties in Idaho that tend to vote liberal in the presidential race, and I'm in one of them. So even the conservatives, even the so-called conservatives that are on the council are absolutely liberal. So there you go. Wow. So what's going to happen now? Do you have somebody to represent you to bring this to court or... Yeah, well, I mean, obviously the thing's gone viral, so um, a number of lawyers have reached out to me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to obviously fight this. I mean, the, I have, we have basic constitutional rights that were violated. I have a right to worship. I have a right to protest. I have a right to petition. I have a right to sim- assemble. And, and, and I, I mean, the constitutional right to worship tells the government that you can't tell me when to worship, where to worship, and how to worship. You cannot do that. And I got arrested for that. So I got a court hearing on Wednesday, and I'm talking to some lawyers. Uh, I haven't um, kind of finalized my game plan and all this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight this because I, I told the cops as I was getting arrested. I said, man, I'm doing this for your liberties, brother. I was I'm glad to see. I, I was really glad to see. I mean, you guys did it like a Martin Luther King protest. You all were peaceful. You, uh, you know, you didn't cause a stink. You just stated things yeah. clearly, uh, walked yeah. away with the officers, um, and, and you did it right. Um, it's mm-hmm. hard to, when, when, you, when, you, when you're wrestling with a cop, it's hard to figure out who the good guy and the bad guy is sometimes, and I think you did this right, Gabriel. Sure. Thank you so well, much. It, yeah, thank you, Glenn, for you, having me on. You bet. Appreciate it. <clears throat> Idaho, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Wake up. All right, our sponsor, this half hour, I'm going to give you something in 60 seconds that... I read to my wife last night, and she was like, would you stop? And I'm like, honey, I, you won't believe this one, because I, I was reading for, for the Today Show. She said, what? And usually I'll start to read to her, and then I'll hear about 30 seconds in. This one, she kept saying, oh, my gosh. 
oh, oh, my gosh. And afterwards, I grabbed her hand and we both just said, Lord, please forgive us for what we're doing. You want to know which side you're on? Give me 60 seconds. All right. If you're looking to buy or sell a home or both, someone says to you, I know a person. You know, I got a cousin. You know what I know is I got uh, I got this job at the gas station, but I've been doing real estate agency on the side. And how long we've been friends run from that person. You need a great real estate agent, especially right now. Someone dealing with things that are so complicated and so as important as buying and selling a home. They need to be a dedicated professional real estate agent. Who knows all the best practices? But I also sell worms down at the store. Okay. I want you to go to... I like this character. I want him to come back. <laughs> Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. You will find the right person to buy or sell a home for you. The most effective way uh, for the uh, most amount of money coming out of your home and the least going into the next. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Go there now. 10 Second Station ID. So... So last night, I'm uh, laying in bed, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm reading what I'm supposed to be reading, and I come across a story uh, from the Huffington Post, and I read it, and I think this this has to be uh, a joke, right? It's got to be. No. Nope, it's not. Uh, it is a uh, it's a story written by a woman, uh, just a mom, who says, "Look, I'm I'm just like you. Uh, you know, I I have kids and everything else. I'm sorry, I'm stalling because I can't find where I put the damn story. It's <laughs> pissing me off. <sighs> I can't find the damn story." Would you like to give us a few details on it? We could maybe. I want to read it to you because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to screw this up because this is. I've never read anything like this, Stu. This reads like it's the Babylon Bee, and <laughs> I didn't believe it. And then I started research, and I'm like, yes, I'm. They sho- mean this. I am shocked as to how much of today's news reads like the Babylon Bee. It is constant. I, you really look at the the only thing about the Babylon Bee these days is they're just clever headlines. They're they're basically telling you every story that you read from normal publications. Here it is. This is from the Huffington Post. I'm a forty-something attorney and a mother who lives in a quiet neighborhood with a yard and garage full of scooters and soccer balls. Sounds nice. I often walk with my children to get ice cream. Oh. Spend the weekends hiking through the national park. I like ice cream. I don't like hiking, but I like ice cream. I am not the person who would normally consider what? Think of the worst thing. (laughs) Think of the worst thing. I'm not the kind of person that would normally consider, Uh, give me a hint, becoming becoming, um, a violent protester. I'm not the kind of person who would normally consider becoming a Satanist. (laughs) 
<laughs> but these are not normal times. No, they're not. Like so many other women in the United States, when I learned of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing, my first reaction was not grief, but fear. Yes. (laughs) I fear the American citizens are inching closer to living in a theocracy or a dictatorship, and the checks meant to prevent this from happening are close to eroding beyond repair. When Justice Ginsburg died, I immediately knew action was needed on a scale we have not seen before. Our democracy has become so fragile that the loss of one of the last guardians of common sense and decency in our government less than two months before a pivotal election has put our civil and reproductive rights in danger like never before. And so I have turned to Satanism. She goes on. What other thing could you do? No. There's not another option. No. It's either Satanism. I got to take the kids I got to take the kids to soccer practice. Then I've got my temple rituals I got to do, you know, to, you know, help Satan. Um, (laughs) Now, this is where it gets even more interesting. Okay, this is where this is where I think it becomes even more evil, quite frankly. So, you know. Members of the satanic temple don't believe in supernatural or superstition stuff. In the same way that some Unitarians and some Jews don't believe in God, Satanic Temple members don't worship Satan. They're really more atheists. They're not affiliated in any way with the Church of Satan. I mean, this is like this is like the Jehovah Witnesses going, "Hey, I'm not with those Mormons." I mean, <laughs> it's not really helpful here. Because I thought, because only realtors can be members of the National Association of Realtors. Yeah, I was worried. Not all Satanists can be part of the Church of Satan. Really? Yes. I'm yes. Learning things. Yes. I'm yes. learning. Four out of five doctors agree. Mm. <laughs> Just like other faiths, the Satanic Temple has a code that their members believe in deeply to use to guide their lives. These are the seven fundamental tenets that include one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. That the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions and that one's body is involatile and subject to one's own uh, will. Reading through the seven tenets from the Satanist temple. Mm. I was struck by how closely they align with the unwritten code that I have used to guide my own life for several years. I realized happily that these were my people, that I had been a Satanist for several years without even knowing it. When Justice uh, Ginsburg's death suddenly made combating the threats to reproductive rights and government free from religious interference more urgent, I knew it was time to join them and support their conceptual and legal battles. So the person who's very upset about losing her quote reproductive rights end quote is actually been a satanist this whole time isn't that that interesting that is fascinating it's a fascinating realization that those uh, those values align golly gee wally i think dad's gonna be really upset when he finds (laughs) out mom joined the satanist temple (laughs) i mean Uh, uh, what what now here's why it goes on paragraph after paragraph after paragraph defending why she's a part of the satanist temple now the satanist church came out or the church of satan or whatever that was came out and said hey we don't associate with these people that they're not us okay so the satanists are having a little war on this oh no now the satanist the satanist temple says 
We're not into Satan. We're just trying to drive God out of the public square. Oh. You might be into Satan, actually. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't find know. Out. I'm not saying you are the, but you're practicing anti-Christ kind of activities. <laughs> okay? Doesn't make you the anti-Christ, but if you're driving Christ out of the hearts and homes and the public square, you are doing that work. I don't know if you know that. Right. Now... I don't know You're about like, you. It's like saying I'm not a landscaper, but I'm mowing a lot of lawns. <laughs> right? Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I do want to point out that, and this is my opinion. I don't think you can trust Satan or Satanists. Okay. <laughs> wow, you're taking a stand. I, I am taking a stand, yeah. and I know this is probably controversial. Mm-hmm. If it's not, it will be in 25 minutes. Yes. You watch. There will be people standing up. And defending all of this stuff and saying that I'm a bigot against Satanist or whatever. Uh, uh, I, I don't think that if Satan were involved in this, he would want everyone to know. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He might say, no, that's not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, McGruff the Crime Dog. It's kind dog, of a McGruff that? the Crime Dog. You haven't seen him lately, have you? <laughs> He's, yeah. Wow, is that what he did? Yeah. I know his career was over st- yeah. you know, stopping crime. Yeah. But. And I say this absolutely sincerely. Dear Lord in heaven, please forgive our country. Please forgive us for forgetting you. You are the source of all that has been good, and we have unfortunately gone way astray. Please forgive us. Glenn Beck program. I, whew, that's one I just had. I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) Didn't see that one coming. All right. uh, So, shave secret. Uh, shave secret. Shave secret is uh, is something that shouldn't be a secret. You wonder why it is because it's really inexpensive. It's really super easy to use. It comes in a little bottle. You can put it in your travel bag. It's really simple. You could carry it on a plane, and they're not going to go. What's in there? Because all you need is just a few drops, just two to five drops of Shave Secret on a wet palm, and you rub it into your face or, ladies, your legs, and Shave Secret, a blend of essential oils, will give you the greatest shave of your life. And it smells great as well. Just try it. You can find it regionally at HEB and at Wegmans, but you can also find it at Walmart and Amazon. You just go look for ShaveSecret.com. It'll be in the shaving aisle. And it's a really small little bottle. It's usually right up in the upper corner uh, of the aisle. But it's it's easy, uh, easy to use. Uh, it's hard to find because it's small. Or you can just go to shavesecret.com. Use the promo code BECK, get a 10% discount. You'll find it there, shavesecret.com. Next week is special yes. debate yes. coverage on uh, my YouTube channel. Go search for Stu on YouTube. Myself, Glenn, you don't want to miss it. Right. Welcome to the program. It's Friday. We have yet another priest, this one in uh, Minnesota, that has been silenced by the church. Uh, He gave a sermon on the coronavirus, the truth revealed, where um, he said some controversial things for sure. Um, But he said we're being manipulated and played. Uh, And the church has uh, chastised him because his homily... 
um, went against the uh, Pope Francis's exhortation that sermons be a a consoling encounter with God's word and a constant source of renewal and growth. Oh, okay. So they're not supposed to talk about things. Uh Uh-huh. I'm telling you, there's a war in all of our churches and there is a war going on and we are not fighting men. We are not. We're not fighting against the Democratic Party. We are fighting against evil. And quite honestly, for those who are awake in the Democratic Party, they're fighting it, too. They know. Uh, Luckily, this weekend, uh, there is, uh, I think, something that is really critically important. And whether you're there or or you do it yourself tomorrow, but there is a prayer march tomorrow in Washington, D.C. with um, Franklin Graham. We talked to you about that earlier this week. And Jonathan Kahn is also holding an event uh, called The Return, the National and Global Day of Prayer and Repentance. Uh, welcome to the program, Jonathan Kahn. Great to be with you, Glenn. So, uh, how much trouble are we in, Jonathan? A big trouble. I, I don't believe in our lifetime we have ever seen America at the places at, at now, as you said, uh, critical. In fact, I, I don't know that America has ever been. We, we, are, we are in danger of, of literally a collapse of judgment. We, you know, you know uh, Glenn, at the beginning of this nation, you know, there, were, there were promises made. You know, and actually, even the Puritans saying, if we follow God, we'll be the most blessed uh, powerful, uh, prosperous nation uh, on earth. And it's all come true. But it says if we turn away from God, those blessings are going to be removed. And we're watching that. We're watching the danger sides. We have uh, driven God out of our, our culture. We have called evil good and good evil. We've done all these things that we're following in the ancient mistake of ancient Israel, and that leads to judgment. So I believe it is so critical. I mean, we've never been so critical as we are right now that we had to have to return to God, and if we don't, we may pass the point of no return. So, um, Jonathan, you wrote The Harbinger um, yes. and uh, The Harbinger 2, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you were—I think you had your dates wrong on the Shemitah. I think it's, I think it's coming now um, <laughs> myself, but, um, but you have been a voice that has really exposed this all the way along as a spiritual battle. So I've, I've followed you since, you yeah. know, the Harbinger came out, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you follow it from ground zero. And, yes. uh, yes. I'm not sure this is just a bad time for America. I, I, yeah. I mean, I believe that there's a chance the headline today in the Jerusalem post was the world is witnessing biblical prophecies or the times mm. of fulfillment of the bible something mm. along those lines that was the jerusalem post mm. uh yes. i i think there's a there's a shot that this is the beginning of those things foretold yeah yeah if you remember uh, glenn when we first met and i we spoke about the harbinger and the harbinger for those and all is is the biblical template of a nation's judgment. And, and what it is, you know, it, it begins with a strike on the land. As we see, this is the pattern again and again in the Bible. An enemy makes a strike. With us, we had 9-11. And that's a shaking. It's a wake-up call. And it's calling the nation back. But, it, but then there is a window of time that the nation is given. And that, a span of years. 
Um, and that's why I knew when I wrote the Harvard that it was not the end. It was really the beginning yeah. of this pattern. And we have followed, in that window of time we've had, we have followed, the, we, we, haven't, we haven't turned back to God. We have all the more departed from God. And that's exactly what happened to ancient Israel. And one of the things is, Glenn, and this is, this is why I knew that this year was not only the year for the return, but also for the sequel, the Harbinger 2, because what, there's a time period given uh, in the Bible where how long is it from that strike, that first warning, to the time when the greater shakings come on the land? Well, with ancient Israel, it was a period of 19 years from the strike to the year that the sh- greater shakings came. Well, two, well, 9-11 was 2001. When is the 19th year? It's the year 2020. And so we are seeing the shakings coming, and we are, we are watching the danger of this window of time ending. Well, we have to choose one way or the other. Um, and so we are watching all those things. In fact, the prophet Jeremiah, when he's talking about the, this 19th year, what's going to happen, one of the things he says, he talks about plague, he talks about shaking. Well, we are shaking, and if we don't get this warning now, again, this is, this is the time we must return. It's really, I believe, life and death. I, uh, I agree with you. I think that um, I, I didn't understand men's hearts will fail them uh, mm-hmm. until this year. Uh, I, mm. uh, the, the number of people that it's not hard yet. It's not hard yet. And the number of people that will cower in fear and won't say anything because they'll be kicked out of school they will lose their job they'll lose friends they'll lose family that that's your heart failing you you know what's right and you won't do it thinking well this one's a little one but if you don't do the little ones you don't stand a chance when it gets hard yeah, yeah. In fact, I mean, you know, we we have been paralyzed, and we have never, never in the history of America have we gone through this thing. We are, we are paralyzed. We are we are, we have seen things grind to a halt. And, oh, and by the way, in in there's a there's a chapter when we first spoke. This chapter in the in the Harmonger that says things to come, and it talks about how does these shakings come, and the shakings are the the the. the Breakdown of society, the the disorder, you know, civil disorder is another one. Um, the breakdown of the economy, all of these things, and and really grinding to a halt. And and one of the things is that I was praying, you know, this was a year ago, and I'm praying, Lord, what's the next book? And, and I got because I always knew there was going to be a Harvard to do, and I got that. But I said, okay, this is the year, and then I got a very strong thing that this is going to be the year of shaking. Um, and I'm, I'm telling people this before before all this happened. And the thing is, and we didn't realize, you know, one of the things that, that in, in September 26th, this was chosen over a year ago, we didn't realize it turns out on the biblical calendar, it is a, an appointed day tomorrow. We didn't know it. And it's called Shabbat Shuvah, which means the Sabbath, it's a Saturday. And of Shuvah, the word means the return. We had no idea. It's appointed for wait, a nation wait, to Wait, wait, did you break? Wait, wait, is my just yeah. my headphones or did you break up? I didn't hear you said, okay, I'm sorry. It was my headphones yeah. that broke up. What did you say? It, it means yeah, the Sabbath so and... Shuvah, Shuvah actually means ret- the return. <laughs> we had no idea. And it's appointed from the biblical calendar to be a day of return for a nation to return to God. And there's an appointed scripture to be read all over the world, in, in the synagogues of the world, and it's all about having a sacred assembly, a solemn assembly of mm. return and repentance, exactly what we're going to do on the National Mall. We had no idea. So I believe this is so much the appointed time. So, Jonathan, uh, did is this coordinated with uh, Franklin Graham's, or is it just because I know of yours long before— <laughs> And I know Franklin yeah. is doing on the mall, so there should be lots of Christians there. 
Yeah, there and there, yeah, and there's also people who just fear God and they're coming. You know, um, yeah. Well, Franklin called us up. This was said, yeah, as you know, a, a while back. Franklin called up and said, "I want to do a march." So he's going to do a march from the from the uh, Lincoln Memorial coming across for it'll be two hours happening in the middle of the day. The return is going to be the entire day starting at nine nine a.m. Uh, by the wa- in between the Washington Monument and the Cap- and Capitol Hill, and it's going to be it's a gathering, Fantastic. it's really a sacred assembly. You know, which literally uh, God used in ancient times to bring a nation back. And actually, God used in American history to bring America back before. So it's all going to be converging. That's why I believe it's so much the Lord. Uh, tomorrow, all converging. We didn't plan this, you know, but it's all coming at the same time, same place. So, yeah. Well, I will tell you, um, uh, I'm speaking and praying uh, tomorrow there. And I, it's an honor oh, to have been even been asked to go. Um, oh, a, a lot of really, really big people are uh, involved in this, and it yes. doesn't. God doesn't care about the big people; He wants yeah. to hear it from us. And if you can get to Washington tomorrow, please mm-hmm. go to Washington. Uh, if not, can you watch this yeah. online? Yes, yeah. be online. Going to be the return. The return is going to be broadcast all, simulcast, broadcast all over America and all over the world. If they go to the return dot org, you can find out how you can see. But and also, it's going to be on television and other things. But starts at nine, goes to about five o'clock, and we're going to have a, a thing afterwards of just celebration. But the thing is that no matter where you are, it doesn't matter. If you can make it, great. We'll be there. If you can't, we're at your home, at your church, it doesn't matter. Uh, to, to really, co- consecrate this day for prayer, repentance, pray for America, and return and revival. Because without revival, there's, there's no future. And it begins with us. It's the people of God. We're the ones have to turn to God first. Thank you so much, my friend. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. Thank you. John, Jonathan Kahn, uh, he is the leader of the Hope of the World Ministry. Franklin Graham, you know him. I knew his father, uh, Billy. Um, they are... They are going to be there tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be speaking. I couldn't make it, so I'm going to be speaking via um, satellite or video. And um, it it is, I like what he has done. Everybody is counseled to speak and then pray. Tomorrow is a day where America needs to come together and pray. This is what we were talking about this summer on the covenant. It is. I was so moved last night by that story, and they'll explain it away a hundred different ways. Go ahead, whatever. I'm sorry. When you say I'm going to be part of the Satanist thing, I, you have no judgment. Oh, yeah, but they don't really believe in Satan. You have no judgment. You have no judgment. Do you realize what you're messing with? Let's say they're all really good people. They just don't believe in Satan. Well, I think he believes in you. Uh, and uh, he's a liar. I don't know if you noticed that. He's a liar. He's not going to come out and say, yeah, that's really me behind the whole thing. You know, uh, I just, uh, you know, I just want to put a uh, tie and jacket on and kind of, you know, uh, dress it up a little bit because uh, you should come on in. He's not going to do that. And when I read that, my first response was, Lord, forgive us, because there is only so far a nation can go before it's destroyed. And it, it's not a punishment from God. It's just a promise. It's exactly like you say to your kids, don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. Don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. And then they do it and they hurt themselves. And you just want to go, I told you. 
But you don't, because if you're a good parent, you go to them and say, this is why we talked about not doing that. Now, let me help heal you. But it takes sometimes the stupid lesson of jumping on the couch until you land on the lamp. And we're about to do that. And it's not a punishment from God. It's a promise. You live this way. These things will happen. You live this way. And bad things happen. And we are approaching biblically bad things. But I'm only saying this to get you to vote for Donald Trump. Because he's throwing the election with the, with the post office, you know. So, I mean, that's how crazy everything is right now. Yeah, crazy until you see Jamie Lee Curtis's pictures of, of the mailboxes on a truck. How do you explain Gosh, I that? I can't. I can't, I can't. You have no explanation for it. I can't. I can't believe <laughs> I'm actually on radio seriously saying, you know, these could be the days. I'm not predicting it. I don't want it to be. We could be in civil war. I don't want it to be. I'm not predicting it. Uh, we could be battling each other on the streets against Marxism and anarchy in six weeks. I don't want it. I'm not predicting it. I'm just saying that's where we're headed. And then the actual story that went around and made the rounds was the Jamie Lee Curtis mailbox story. Mailbox story. Mm-hmm. That's the one everybody's talking about. It's also the one you won't address. Yeah. Well, for probably very good reason. <laughs> uh, all right. Every day you're out in the road in your car, carrying your carrying yourself and the loved ones back and forth all over the place. Could be hundreds of miles, could be just to the grocery store and back, and then to the grocery store and back, and then to the grocery store in the back, then to ballet, then back, then to the school, then back, then to the soccer practice and back, and then to the grocery store and back. That's all you do, you know, during the day. So when your car has problems, the last thing you need to be worried about is how you're going to afford fixing them because you got the ballet and the soccer practice in the grocery store. Car Shield has you covered. They've covered over a million vehicles, and they can cover yours, too. If you are out of warranty, let them take care of the dreaded car repair. With CarShield, you'll have peace of mind. They cover all the big things. See why CarShield cars go further. Call 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit CarShield.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 10%. CarShield.com. Promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. This is the Glenn Beck program dot com. Uh, so we told you about this woman. Pat's just joined us. We told you about this woman in the Huffington Post that wrote an article and she said, you know, I'm a mom of three and I take my kids to soccer practice and I'm not usually one to do crazy things. But I've realized I need to join the Satanist temple. <laughs> Uh, do you obviously. really obviously obviously, obviously that no is the next thing yeah it's the next logical i could step become in an independent <laughs> i could become an activist i could join antifa no no, no. nope satanist <laughs> uh and so this is and it's serious and it's in the huffington post as a legit uh op-ed piece now so i went to the satanist temple because the church of satan says we're not affiliate <laughs> imagine Imagine how bad you have to be if the Church of Satan says, I'm not affiliated with those weirdos. (laughs) Okay, so there's a there's a big argument. 
you have to go through not you i'm not even gonna give you the website don't and don't look it up mm-hmm. it's just i was there to see is this a real deal or whatever it's a terrifying i think terrifying website but what's funny is they have a little shopping uh tab and i pulled it down and the holiday shipping information says and i'm not kidding you if you order before december 19th your satanic gift should re- uh, arrive in time for the holidays. Oh, wow. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> wow. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back hey it is uh pat and stew for glenn glenn just uh, had to sneak out I mean, we looked over at where he normally sits. There was just a pile of nicely, neatly folded clothing there. His, what he was wearing today was just... He was strange. gone and the clothes were remi- remained behind. There was that really bright light that appeared above his head. Yeah. For a few I just minutes. thought that was one of our TV lights exploding. But. Yeah. And I heard that, that weird, oh, sort of sound. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, it was just his gone. clothes. And, and for some reason, they were neatly folded laying on the chair. It's mm. weird. It's weird. I'm sure he'll be back soon. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're, we've got uh, a phenomenal hour lined up for you. I've been working on this for minutes, and it all begins Ooh. in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's hard to believe that the end of the year is just around the corner. If you own a timeshare, that means the dreaded maintenance fee season. That's what you do. You don't celebrate Christmas. You celebrate maintenance fee season. That's almost here as well. Uh, Now, booking a a stay at your timeshare is notoriously difficult. And no doubt this year it's been even worse. You might not even be able to use it at all. But those fees are still coming. uh, So get used to it. They keep getting bigger and bigger over time. Maybe it's time for you to think about offloading this thing, getting away from it. I probably wasn't. What about a great that free dinner I got with the no obligation <laughs> dinner? Uh, well, was, you got a certificate for yeah, dinner. Well, the certificate it wasn't a real yes, dinner, right? right. <laughs> you could have turned <laughs> and that when in. When I went to the restaurant, it was closed. Well, it was Bennigan's, but... and Bennigan's closed down nationally, so yeah. you, there's nowhere to go. Dang. To, to re- <laughs> but they they did give it to you. Yeah, yeah, I got the certificate. Uh, <laughs> it's right here. Yep. <laughs> and you got a timeshare that you never get to visit. Well, um, if you want to uh, get out of this thing that you may have put yourself into a while ago, you need to schedule a free consultation with the expert advisors at Timeshare Termination Team. Uh, time to live life on your terms and not those of the resort. Put an end to the madness. Call Timeshare Termination Team today to get the process started so you don't have to pay another maintenance fee ever again. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. So be sure to tell them uh, that Glenn Beck, the Glenn Beck program, Stu, we all sent you there. 1-888-GET-OUT. That's 1-888-438-8688. I kind of want that phone number for myself. 
And we just like one one eight 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 get out or visit them online at www.timeshareterminationteam.com. So, Pat, I've been on... Have you, how much have you done on the Brianna Taylor thing over the past few days? Mm, decent amount? Yeah, a decent amount. I mean, I, you know, obviously we have the riots going on and the, and the, the quote-unquote protests mm-hmm. where I guess you're able to light things on fire mm-hmm. and uh, put a baseball bat to the back of the head of a police officer. All fair game when you're protesting. It's a really good thing he had that helmet on. I know. Mike, he that could have killed that guy. Yeah. yeah at least have been yeah. in the hospital. And, right. And, and Comatose. Possibly brain dead. Split his skull open. Yeah. I mean, that was vicious. Vicious. These guys, and, and yet, it's like, yet, I, you know, talk to Pat on a pretty regular basis. And every time I talk to you, you've had three more speeding tickets. <laughs> Somehow, police are able to pull o- us over yeah. every 10 seconds, but people are staring, tearing down statues. Mm-hmm. They're attacking officers, and no one seems to do anything. This may interest you. I just got another one on Sunday <laughs> on the way to church. <laughs> you are the yeah. worst. Yeah, yeah. How about, would you say, oh, what percentage man. of your salary per year do you spend I on speeding tickets? I think any more than 74, 75%. <laughs> okay. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not that bad, really. Yeah. Now, still, that- it's 25% left over for me is that post-tax though uh it's pre-tax okay <laughs> that's pre-tax <laughs> it's yeah. unfortunate yeah it is. it's not a good way of living like yeah. I, I i this story is driving me nuts i'm about to jump off of a ledge over it i'm brianna taylor <laughs> yes and like it's, why won't you say her name i've said her name brianna taylor a million times <laughs> that is what they do they just make you say your name as if saying your name summarizes the entire story whatever details yeah. you want to put into it whether it they're fixes right or everything yeah Whatever they're right or wrong, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I keep saying this over and over again. Learn, then protest. Mm. The order is important. Learn, then protest. So you're saying I should go out and protest. No. And then I should ask somebody, what is this about again? <laughs> what are we doing here? Can you explain here? the details like, to me <laughs> no. of, this, of this situation? Learn, oh. then protest. I've been saying huh. this so much. We, I just, I'm like, let's just... <laughs> Let's just put it on a t-shirt so I can stop saying it. They have it now. Learn, then oh, protest. Good. good. Dot com. Uh, uh, that would the, be handy, wouldn't it? It would be. Uh, now, I, if you go and wear this to a protest, we are not responsible <laughs> for what happens to you. But it does say, learn, then protest. The order is important. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see somebody wearing this at a protest. And you will probably get a bat to your head. But that's not my fault. Um you know we've been talking about the brianna taylor thing like you have for a while Mm -hmm. and it's one thing to say you know you disagree on some of it it's another thing to not know the basic facts about it like for example you could say i think very rationally that first of all brianna taylor had no no reason it's sad that she died and she didn't do anything to deserve that i think you could say very rationally that her boyfriend acted as a lot of us would, if someone was breaking down their door and you didn't mm-hmm. know it was the police, he fired his weapon and the police acted as the police should. When you, they get a, a bullet in their leg, they're going to shoot back at wherever that bullet came from. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone I think would expect out of the police in that, in that moment. And I don't think anybody with an IQ north of 12 can possibly think that murder charges are appropriate in this situation. You know, LeBron James aside, because he would fall under 12, but someone with an IQ over 12, it's impossible to believe 
that a murder charge is an appropriate charge in that mm-hmm. circumstance. And I can't, I really, I can't take the grandstanding. Let me give you this. This is ESPN. This is Maria Taylor uh, on ESPN. Listen. The truth is we're all heartbroken, devastated, and exhausted. The truth is we're an all-back crew. We're covering a mostly black league. Mm. And we just witnessed another reminder of our devastating reality. Okay. Black and brown people can be murdered while sleeping in their home. What? Mm. When they are neither the subject of an investigation hmm, or right. possess a criminal record. Hmm. That's right. And the police responsible for taking an innocent human being's life will not be held accountable. Right. Oh. The truth is, the way we feel right now is way too familiar. Mm. But the honest truth is this. Oh, okay. Our reality yeah. in reality. the face of injustice mm-hmm. is we are expected to not only show up, oh. but to perform. Ooh. And like every athlete that takes the court tonight, <gasps> we will do it with Brianna Taylor's family in our hearts and in our prayers and we continue to hope that one day justice is served. Wow. wow. I mean, beautiful. I don't know exactly. That's what I want pa- for my sports leader. That's oh, what yeah. I want for my leader in sports. It, <laughs> Give me your stupid opinion uh, <laughs> the, on something you obviously haven't even looked into. No. I will, I will like, it was nice to hear that message while in the background was a giant Mountain Dew logo. <laughs> I did appreciate that. <laughs> There's something about that I really liked. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly what showing up to work has to do with Brianna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you're showing up to work, you're sitting in a chair and talking about basketball. Do we give you a medal? Like, what is the appropriate <laughs> thing for us to do in this circumstance? Is Silver Star uh, enough? Or, <laughs> or does it have to be the Congressional Medal of Honor? Purple Heart? Uh, I, all of it should be. <laughs> but here's the thing. Brianna, t- listen. If you are not someone, if you are on the left and you're about to go out to your protest, listen. Learn, then protest. Brianna hmm. Taylor was not killed in her sleep. <laughs> you can think whatever you want about this story. It's impossible. Everybody knows this. This is not controversial. This comes from her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, who t- laid the story out. We know she was not sleeping at the time of this. Also, the police did not go to the wrong house. That is not true either. We know this because there's a warrant that says the address on it, and we know they were going to the right house. Also, there are a lot of whiteout where they white no, out the old address and no. put in Brianna Taylor's. No. Mm, okay. Also, Pat, mm-hmm. they did knock at the door. We know that because they got out of bed and got their gun, Kenneth Walker's gun, and walked into the hallway. And the reason they walked into the hallway is because they heard the knocking. So it was not a no-knock, they entered without warning situation. We know it happened because that's why they were standing in the hallway. This is not me telling you this. This is Kenneth Walker, Brianna Taylor's... Yeah, but how does he know about it? Well, he How was does there. Kenneth Walker know about it? He was there. Now, there's so a, you're saying just uh, because he was with Brianna Taylor right. this night that he knows what the deal was, what the situation, yeah, yeah, he has the a, circumstances surrounding this event. He observed much of it. Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when I first heard the Brianna Taylor story, is this part of learning? Now, are it we is. doing the, that? Learn. Okay. Then, then protest. Uh, okay. The order is hmm. important. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, when I first heard the Breonna Taylor story, this is probably the same thing that happened to you, at least I, I would assume, because this is how it was kind of told initially. I also heard they went to the wrong house. Mm-hmm. I also heard she was killed in her sleep. Yes. And I also heard that they didn't knock. But guess what I did next? 
This is the important part that everyone needs to understand. Started protesting. No, you got pissed no. and you went directly to the street. You started looting, breaking <laughs> in windows, kicking down doors. Ah, yeah, because you were so pissed. We were you so close. To. I thought I had you there. No, I, I decided to learn. Oh, wow, about I didn't the see story that coming. Really, and realized that all of those were fake. Those those facts were not true. So I learned. Huh. And then I could decide whether to protest or to decide that actually this one isn't a protest worthy uh, story, at least in the way that the Black Lives Matter people are trying to, to take it out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can make a libertarian argument that with with the with the warrant, the way it was um, acquired and whether they should be there at you know midnight or one in the morning. Yeah, really. It doesn't seem to me to be any reason for that to happen. But it's not just her. It's everybody. It's not just the ESPN people. It's everybody doing this. Rex Chapman. Do you remember Rex Chapman? He was on the Charlotte Hornets back in the day. Okay. Yeah. He's turned from sort of an inconsistent shooting guard of the 1980s into um, a uh, kind of a Twitter celebrity. He has got a million uh, followers and he tweets this. Guys, never forget that Breonna Taylor's killers were at the wrong house. <laughs> the wrong house. Oh my gosh. You absolutely should forget that because they were not at the wrong house. They were at the right house. The right house. (laughs) This is a dramatic moment Mm. for Rex Chapman, apparently, and he's not the only one doing it. Um, Below in the responses, that one, by the way, Pat, 18,000 retweets, 79,000 likes. Go down in the responses Mm. to it. There's one person that says, "Uh, Google before tweeting. And has a highlight of a news story that explains they were at the right house. Wow. I'm glad that was pointed out, though, on it, his feed. It was. And by, by the way, I think it was by a liberal. However, that one, 21 likes, zero retweets. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's the way this works. Uh, also, you have um, Ron Perlman, who's just an idiot, but is on every liberal cause. He's out there yelling at people. He tweets this. Brett Hankinson. One of Brianna Taylor's murderers was not charged with murder, but with wanton endangerment. This crime is punishable with up to five years in prison. That's one year for each bullet fired into her sleeping body. Not good enough. Justice for Brianna. Well, the results of the investigation showed that none of Hankinson's bullets hit Brianna Taylor, so it would be difficult <laughs> to charge him with murder. I mean, I. I don't know the law all that well, but I feel like you <laughs> the should... The guy who didn't shoot her. <laughs> right. And isn't responsible <laughs> right. for her death. Right. You don't think he should be charged with murder? It's a borderline one. I understand this. Huh. Uh, also, I will say... When did you get so picky with the law? <laughs> what is that, I, Stu? I feel like it's the type of thing we should be picky about. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Um, also... You're not embarrassed by this stance at all? No. No? No, not right. one little bit. <laughs> Now, she also was not sleeping unless she fell asleep standing up in a hallway. (laughs) That's not usually how people sleep. She was not in her bed. Horses do. So are you saying it's impossible for a living (laughs) being to do that? I hadn't considered that. Exactly. Should have asked me first. All right. Let's take a one minute break. Ask Pat, then (laughs) Then then protest. protest. (laughs) Learn, then protest. Let's break for 60 seconds. All right. uh, MyPillow is introducing the most advanced sleep surface ever created, the MyPillow mattress topper. 
just like the MyPillows uh, we all love, uh, MyPillow mattress topper guarantees you the most restful, deep healing sleep of your life. The MyPillow mattress topper is made of three layers that provide superior support, evenly distribute body weight, and regulate temperature throughout the night. That's so important when you're talking about sleep. Four corner straps hold on your uh, topper right in place, and it's all covered with a durable, softer-than-silk fiber that zips right off. It's completely machine washable and dryable. If your bed is uh, uncomfortable, uh, you're not going to want to spend money on a new one. Why do that when you can get just a MyPillow mattress topper and save the whole bed? You can save the whole experience at way, 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 way uh, less money. Uh, right now, you can get up to 30% off the all-new MyPillow mattress topper, plus two standard MyPillows in one great bundle. Log on to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials and then use the promo code BECK to receive this incredible offer. Mattress topper and pillows come with a 10-year warranty and 60-day money-back guarantee. Again, that's MyPillow.com. Great people at MyPillow. They're awesome. MyPillow.com. The promo code is BECK or call 800-966-3117. 10-second station ID. And Stu for Glenn. Glenn had to uh, check out a little bit early today. Be back on Monday. Uh, so we're talking about the Breonna Taylor situation, which so many of these activists don't seem to know what actually happened. It's amazing, though. It's it been is. six months. It is. It's not a new story. It's been six months, and none of them know anything that occurred. Mm-hmm. Here's Jalen Rose, uh, another uh, ESPN mm. NBA guy, former player. Uh, here's him ranting about it. Tyler Hero scoring double figures every game this postseason? He's been putting in work for a young fella. But it'd also be a great day to arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. Imagine going there for a freaking NBA game, and this is what you're getting all the time. You you complain about the NFL. You complain about baseball. The NBA is unbearable right now. But here's the thing. Cops who return fire after getting shot and hit do not get charged for murder. It is, it's like mm-hmm. just not a thing. You can say you want to charge for murder all you want, but when a cop gets shot by someone and they return fire afterward, they do not. And this is according to Breonna Taylor's boyfriend. That is the order of events. There's not the murder charges don't happen in that situation ever. They certainly don't get convicted if they charge them. How about this one? This is Malika Andrews. She's a 25 year old reporter for ESPN. And I know that Pat because she told me all about it. Mm. I have prided myself in being able to be objective Mm -hmm. and cover these sorts of issues. But when it is so clear clear. that the system of objectivity in journalism is so whitewashed and doesn't account for the fact that when I am walking up the hill, my wonderful producer Melinda reminds me that Breonna Taylor was 26 and I am 25 and that could have been me. It is very hard to continue to go to work, and that's what these huh. players were feeling. Okay. Now, players on both sides, they said that they Brianna's didn't apartment? contemplate yeah. not actually playing in this game. Her? They right. always that's knew enough. that was something. So, oh, my gosh. That's just... So, for some reason, the whitewashed media, Pat, does not account for her wow. producer, Melinda, reminding her of her age, <laughs> which is a weird thing. I don't know why they're so not doing Brianna that. So, Brianna was 26, and she's 25. Right, which isn't the same. Uh, that's not uh, the same. So, hmm. uh, and I love that, you know, that, look, a lot of this is, I couldn't really tell, I think she was very emotional there couldn't really tell she was wearing a mask in an empty arena so i don't really know what was happening but i think she was being emotional there mm-hmm. um she's terrified that Jeez, this could yeah. actually happen to her it seems i mean that seemed real uh-huh. right 
I mean, she may have been going for the viral video moment. A reporter breaks down in mm-hmm. the middle of broadcast. I mean, but I, it, that seemed real to me. But that's what's worse. The fact that the media has, has given her this message for so long that police are out to kill her. And she's internalized it to the fact that she thinks that this thing that almost is absolutely certain not to happen to her may happen to her. So let me give you this. How many unarmed black women between the ages of 18 and 29 were shot by police in 2015? Uh, can I take a guess? Oh, yeah, sure. 320,208. <laughs> You're a little Three, high. Is that you high? You may want to adjust your future guesses here of, of okay. the, the 3, answer. 319,503. <laughs> okay, let me... I'm going to try to... Cut this down a little bit. Okay. Okay. You're going to narrow it down for me? In 2015, the, 15, a, the okay. actual answer is yeah. one. 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 Oh, in the entire country over an entire like year. one million? No. One. One single person. Okay. Okay. In 2016. But that's out of what? Two? No, it, no, was, no. There's more. Was the population no, there's over two? 20 million uh, oh. women in this, in this particular age group. Huh. Uh, so one in 2015. <laughs> in 2016, one... In 2017, one. In 2018, yes, zero. In, two, in 2018, so, so there were none. Is what you're there saying? There was none in the entire they country. They were saving it all for 2019, weren't they? <laughs> right when they and came back, and I will say 426,900. Now, now the correct answer, Pat, is one. Again. In 2019. Yes. And in 2020, how many times has it happened? One. And guess who it was? Brianna Taylor. Now, technically, I guess you could say Brianna Taylor was unarmed, but she was standing next to a person who shot a cop. So it's hard to say really it's an unarmed situation, but that is how it's categorized. By the way, do you know how many toddlers this year have found a gun inadvertently and shot someone and killed them? Four. Oh my so gosh. So she should be about one fourth as scared of wow. police officers as she should be of toddlers. <laughs> wow. Learn then protest. LearnthenProtest.com for a t shirt that says Learn then protest. The order is important. It really is, Pat. Do you what's understand that? What's the order if I'm a reporter on ESPN, though? I just go off half cocked, yes. right? I just. I throw caution to the wind and i just start spewing emotional stuff protest and never learn this is the glenn beck program amazing uh so the end of the year is around the corner we've been talking about the timeshare thing uh you know if you have a timeshare and a lot of people get locked into these things with the potential bennigan's dinner uh, maybe there's a buffet offered i know a lot of times they say like here's a two, you get a two-day free vacation like first of all two-day free vacation sounds a little Right off the bat, I don't know. Um, but a lot of people get uh, pulled into these things. I've gone to the meetings before when I was promised the vacation, and I didn't pull the trigger, thankfully. But if you did, and you're getting these maintenance fees piling up, you can get, get out of this. If, you know, if they have not treated you right, uh, if they have not left, uh, lived up to their end of the deal, you have a right to, uh, to, to, to correct that situation. You need to schedule a free consultation with the expert advisors with the timeshare termination team. Uh, you can do this. Uh, put an end to the madness. Call Timeshare Termination Team today. Get the process started so you don't have to pay another maintenance fee ever, ever, ever again. It's a it's a holiday present for yourself as we get close to the end of the year. You get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. Be sure to tell them that Glenn Beck sent you 1-888-GET-OUT. 1-888-GET-OUT. 888-438-8688. Or visit them online. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. I would love it if you would check on my show. 
Pat Gray Unleashed every weekday from 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern or anywhere you get your podcasts. Great and Stu Bergier, Pat and Stu. Uh, Glenn sneaked out uh, to start the weekend a little early. Um, but 888-727-BECK, the phone number. We were talking about Brianna Taylor and, you know, the left-wing cable news channels are just devoting nonstop wall-to-wall coverage to spinning this thing. And, and not actually, what's great about it is they're completely avoiding the truth about what happened to mm-hmm. Brianna Taylor. Yeah. There's no balance whatsoever. They're not talking about what actually happened. I never hear it reported, except on Fox, that a police officer was shot in that. That's the, yeah. I think, I, I bet you 99% of people who are protesting don't know. don't know that occurred. They don't and, and, know. And you can still say, like, I have a problem with the way they got the warrant or yeah. whatever. But, like, when yes. a police officer is shot, you and they're going to fire back. And there's no way you're ever going to charge a police officer after actually having a bullet inside of their body yeah. with murder. That's, That's just not going to occur in any circumstance, nor should it occur. And what they what they tend to do on all of these things, uh, and, and virtually every, every one of the cases that we hear about nonstop, say their name, say their name, say their yeah. name, are not the way they're being depicted. Right. Up to and including the Jacob Blake situation. Where he was fighting with police, he was tasered twice, he escaped their grip, he's walking around, he's ignoring their orders, he's getting into the car to reach for who knows what, yep. and that's when they shoot him. Now, there were two cops in, uh, where did that shooting happen? Where the two cops pulled over the white guy in the car, begged him for eight minutes to get out of the car, he wouldn't do it, they finally tased him a couple of times and pulled him out of the car he reaches back into the car, and all of a sudden, now I don't know if it if he reached for the gun in the car or it was on, you know, in his pants or whatever. But he suddenly produces the the gun and shoots both officers, killing one of them. Well, should they have shot the guy before that? Should they have allowed him to reach back into the car? No, obviously not. One of them died as a result of it. So and this stuff happens. All, All too the time. often and never and gets they any know attention. That. Mm-hmm. And the, the cops know that. And cops will take action to, you know, so that they can go home to their families at the end of the night. And I think that's what that cop was doing with Jacob Blake. But they're all lumped into the same category of police brutality and, and racism. Now, nobody knew the races of, I mean, it was dark. They were shooting through doors part of the time in the Breonna Taylor case. Yeah. They, there's no, there's, there's no, no racial issue to that. There's no actual reason to believe they even knew the color of the people right. they were shooting at. They just knew a bullet was in his leg. They they described it as seeing a silhouette of two people. Now, they knew Breonna Taylor was black because that's where she, she lived. However, mm. they thought she was alone, which yeah. is one of the reasons they were going in in the first place. They thought it was going to be uh, a relatively safe uh, environment. And then, obviously, they were shot, by the way, by a legal gun owner, who I would also defend for his uh, rights. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, there is one witness that says they, they did announce themselves as the police. Some other witnesses say they did not. And even if uh, they did, he may not have heard it or yeah, And he may not, not have heard it. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he was going to get his gun because he heard banging on the door, which yeah. is the whole reason why, by the way, you don't send officers and put them in the position of having to serve a warrant at 1 a.m., to a woman in a random apartment, like Brianna Taylor's, you could have 
she, she, you could have got her next time she went. She was a, a, a frontline worker during the COVID thing. You could have had her maybe on the way back from her work mm-hmm. and just put, before she walked into the house. She was not known to be dangerous. Uh, she, you know, this was not the type of thing that should have warranted a 1 a.m. Uh, you know, call for this type of thing. And, I, and I'll that's tell you the this, part of it I have a problem with. If there's banging on my door oh, at yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning, I think I'm bringing my gun with me, too. 100%. I honestly like I don't think I'm particular like I, I I would be particularly good in that situation. No, but I, I can tell you either, this. But... If my wife is sitting standing there next to me and mm-hmm. pe- and I hear someone break down my door. And by the way, we should add into the context that she had a long lasting relationship with a dangerous drug dealer who was known for violence and likely had abused her. And they thought this and might be him. He, he supposedly and the boyfriend says, yeah, he thought it was him. Uh, he thought it was Jamarcus Glover, the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend, who was, uh, but he was actually already arrested across town. Um, but uh, again, I, I actually, you could argue that maybe you don't think he did this. Like you think that maybe Kenneth Walker didn't know, uh, or he did know it was police and he shot anyway. I, I don't believe that. I think that the evidence is on the side that he didn't know. Plus, what is his out there? Like he's going to, people are going to break down his door for police officers and he's just going to fire at the one shot at the police officers and, and win somehow. Is that the, is that the logic? I, it doesn't yeah, make any sense. It doesn't, you know, he, and it does, it makes sense that he thought it was someone else. And honestly, if you thought someone was doing a home invasion at 1am into your apartment, I, you know, look, I probably do the same thing. Yeah. I probably do the exact same thing. And God forbid the yes. same circumstances happen. But you know what? If I hit one of the police officers, they'd fire back at me too, oh, even though I'm white. No question. No question. And they'd be, you, they would be justified <laughs> in doing so. That's why I hate this situation so much because the, the situation that was set up by a 1 a.m. Um, uh, ra- I don't want to say raid, but serving a warrant at 1 a.m. Uh, over something like this, a, a drug crime, in the middle of a pandemic, too, mm-hmm. it, it sets up a, a situation in which everybody can act rationally, and you still have this tragedy. Yeah, and that's what happened. Yeah. So, as a result of the verdict, when they when they no build the two two of the three police officers, and nobody got actually charged with Breonna Taylor's uh, death. Um, yeah, now we've got unrest again, and, and rioting in the streets, and and people going crazy all over again, and uh, so. For some reason, though, it, it's the Black Lives Matter protesters tend to bring everybody they can find into their, their world of protest. Like if you're just having dinner on, the, on a restaurant that happens to be by the street that they're marching down, they're going to come and hassle you too. I, I, I don't understand that strategy. I don't understand why going into a restaurant and bothering people and ruining their night I don't see how that helps Black Lives Matter. Every time I see really one of these don't. videos, I think of you, Pat, because and, and the story you always tell about Houston and the garbage union. Was it the garbage man <laughs> yes, union? Yes, it was the it was the janitors, uh, justice for janitors. Okay. The downtown building, the Skyrise janitors were, were striking. Uh-huh. And so a uh, bunch of union members came down from Chicago and they had a great plan of uh, driving trucks into the middle of intersect really super busy intersections in houston in like rush hour right in rush hour Mm -hmm. and then dumping garbage into the intersection so that (laughs) it messes up traffic for hours on end (laughs) brilliant strategy like because that what i would assume is that would make people hate you yes that didn't make me friendly to seiu right 
You're just like, wait a minute, you're screwing up my day? Why are you killing my day? I might even be on your side on this. Exactly, but I'm not now. I'm not now. Because you just dumped garbage in the middle of the road, and now I can't get to work on time. Yeah, it's a weird strategy. And you're seeing this now with Black Lives Matter, where people are just having a nice dinner. uh, Again, minding their own business. If you're in one of these cities, you should probably rethink the outdoor dining thing. I love the outdoor yeah, dining thing. For sure. I mean, they've gone inside restaurants, too, so you're not protected necessarily in there. But they, you, but just, you have a better chance outside. It does seem uh, that you have a better chance than outside. And watch this. Uh, you tell me if this is helpful to their cause. Stand up right outside at a restaurant, yelling at people who are eating under umbrellas. Then one of them comes down and sits at the table. And then a couple more protesters come and join him. I mean, <laughs> so there's two protesters at this table, and the Black Lives Matter protest just protesters just come and sit down at the table. Yeah. And the woman goes, she shakes her head no. She stands up and she just tries to tip the chair over as he's sitting. There. <laughs> so then, uh, okay, uh, we got it. And and then the guy who just went and sat down at their table threatens him. Because she's telling him to get out. Please leave. And he's like, shut up or I will uh, knock out your effing old old ass boyfriend. So he threatens them mm. while he's sitting there, too. And I just don't understand sure. how this is, again, helping, for one thing. Or what, what the age of his ass has to do with with the particular problem i mean i don't think that really is related because no, if, if it was a young ass boyfriend <laughs> would that be okay i i don't know i don't know. still be white i know young or old he's gonna have the same skin color but um i, I think too there's a there's a little bit of a a thing that some, some of these people who are, are at the restaurant don't realize um when when this happens to you Look, I understand the instinct to be like get out of my chair and try to tip it over these yes. people are freaking dangerous like they will yes, they kill you in the streets because yes. you were having dinner. Yes. So it's up to you what you do in that situation. You probably want to avoid it as as much as you can. You might want to just leave. Yeah. At that point, but I'm not. You shouldn't have to. No. Absolutely this is not. not okay. No. It's not an okay strategy, and it's not okay to do to people. And the threats of violence and the intimidation that's going on. Eventually, this is going to end up really badly. Somebody is going to take a stand and somebody yeah. is going to take exception to you sitting down at their table and there's going to be violence and it's going to be ugly. Now, if that were a black couple sitting at the restaurant and whiteies stroll up and sit down with them, <laughs> you think we'd hear about that? Story? I think we might hear about that. Hmm. You know, I think I, I think the media might say something about that. Like, uh, I don't know, racial intimidation. What are we back to the days of Jim Crow? Mm. Uh, threatening behavior of white supremacists. We'd be hearing all that kind well, of stuff. It, it, insanely, even when these protests are happening, we're still hearing still that hearing white, white supremacists, supremacists are responsible. So, yes. yeah, you could guarantee if they actually were responsible, we'd now, hear about it. If you and Lisa are out to dinner, mm-hmm. uh, because that does happen quite often. Four or five and, times a day. And uh, BLM strolls by and shows up and sits down at your table. Do, do you just leave? Well, or? first I order him an appetizer. Okay. Uh, that's what yeah, I do. Maybe a nice drink. A very uh, friendly gesture. Can we get the cocktail menu, please? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys had a chance to look over the menu? Let me get you one. Can we get the specials again, please? Garçon. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got people joining us here today. No, I'm, I'm immediately walking out. Now, yeah. hopefully it happens after I've eaten my dinner, because then I'm walking out and not paying the bill. I'm just skating on the check. All right. Uh, you know, it's not my fault. The protester did this to me. No. It's I, on him. Uh, he's picking up the bill. Yeah. I find 
that the best uh, reaction in, in such circumstances is to try to avoid uh, the problems. Now, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. there is an it's issue. a smart way to go. Right. Because, look, there is a fallback situation. I happen to have a concealed carry uh, license. Um, I, if I were you mm-hmm. and I were a protester, would I do this? I would not. Uh, because it's not a good idea. However, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to avoid using that or any other. Def- I don't. I don't. I feel nothing to prove to get in an argument with them and try to win in that situation. Yeah. I want to keep my wife and my family safe. Because really, it's a no-win situation. Because yeah, they're not if listening you, to reason. If you they, right, they they're don't know not anything about the things they're talking about. Exactly. They don't know, have they ever read an FBI report on crime <laughs> statistics? I doubt I it. Don't think so. So what your your point on like, well, actually, uh, you're actually more likely to die from a toddler shooting. It. That's not going to work on them. There, right. this is mob justice and this is why we avoid mob justice in this country that being said when the minneapolis police evacuate an area to allow protest quote-unquote protesters to light their precinct on fire well what you know of course you're encouraging this type of behavior and that's part of the problem it is a big part of it they've been enabled uh, during the last six months of lot, this kind of stuff. Yeah, we see this in, Se- in Seattle and Portland and all these cities where they're just saying like, well, look, we just got to give them chop. Just give them Chaz. You know, what are you going to do? You just got to hang back here for a couple months and just give yeah. them a chunk of the city. Oh, well, can't, police can't go in there, guys. Like, this is a terrible reaction to this. The police need to be there in that situation. There shouldn't be a circumstance where a giant group of protesters can walk up to people at a restaurant and not be stopped by police when we know the protest is going on. Now, if they just showed up out of nowhere and did a flash mob, there's nothing, you know, you might not be able to react to it. But these guys are walking miles down the street Mm -hmm. and then harassing people. How is this not being stopped? Right. And this this is an argument that Donald Trump is making and should be making. This type of stuff needs stop. to end. And yeah. it's all Democratic cities where it's occurring. It needs to end. 888-727-BECK. GBTV. All right, let me tell you about my pillow. They are introducing a brand new advanced sleep surface. You've never had one like it. My pillow mattress topper. The mattress topper thing is key. You got to have it. You got to have it. You got to have some sort of padding on top of there. I mean, we, this is America. Are we going to be on just a mattress? No. We need a mattress topper to make our sleep that much more luxurious. The MyPillow mattress topper is made of three layers that provide superior support, evenly distribute body weight, and regulate temperature throughout the night. Super key. Uh, you, you, can't, you don't want to wake up all hot and sweaty. You don't want to be freezing when you wake up either. Uh, it's all covered with durable, softer-than-silk fiber that zips right off. You can machine wash it really easily. Right now, you can get 30% off the all-new MyPillow mattress topper plus two standard MyPillows in one great bundle. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and use the promo code BECK to receive this great offer. Uh, the mattress topper and pillows come with a 10-year warranty and 60-day money-back guarantee. Again, that's MyPillow.com. Promo code is BECK. Or call them 800-966-3117 for my pillow. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm going to play. We, uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn. He'll be back on Monday. Um, we got to play the feel good. This to me, this is, and this makes me a bad person, I suppose. But this is the feel good movie or video clip of the year. Hmm. Uh, there's a guy laying in the street, 
protester. There's cops advancing on the protesters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are some bicycle cops that uh, that are advancing on them as well. Okay. And Today here's, you have here's what happens. The police line, which they're getting ready to push. Here we go. Ran right over the guy's head. (laughs) Wow, what a terrible mistake. (laughs) It was, he's just driving down, he's he's riding his bicycle down the road. A protester's head happens to be in the way. And he rides over the top of it. He's he's dressed in like bright white too. There's no way he could have missed him. Say stupid. Get out of the road. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this is happening all over the place. Did you see this, this video of uh, someone trying to go through the protesters and because he's being harassed? And oh yes. And then he avoids all the people. Doesn't run anybody over. Right. But they think he's trying to run people over. They they go so after. So they chase him. him. Yep. They eventually chase him down and stop him with multiple vehicles bashes door windows open all this damage to to him and his property mm-hmm. and then he escapes again he escapes again and then eventually seemingly gets arrested by police now it's unclear whether i'm, I'm talking about the guy who's getting beaten and his car being destroyed yeah it's unclear whether the police had the whole story at that point though so they right. may have sorted that out afterward but they did cuff him they did cuff they him. did yeah. pull him over and they cuffed him the guy who got beat by the crowd, the mob. Unbelievable. I mean, just the things that are going on. Have a great weekend, though. This is the Glenn Beck.